1: Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what's going on, sir?
0: Not much. It's uh, it, it feels like Christmas. You know, that's, that's <laughs> what it is the week of the draft, right? It's yes. like you get that excitement and every day it's like... Uh, oh, we're getting close. It's it's Thursday. Yes. It's it's coming up. We've also we've only got today, tomorrow to get through, uh, and then what is always an extremely long Thursday, uh, and then we get draft. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm, I know Cowboys fans have got questions, and uh, I'm excited to talk about Cowboys because uh, it's 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 football Christmas coming up very soon.
1: Yeah, and we're just nervous and excited to see if we get that new PlayStation or socks for Christmas, right? I want, PS2. I want that PS Two. I want that PS Two. PS Two is Kyle Pitts, right? There you go. Uh,
0: no, yeah, PS Two is Patrick Sertan, the second. Come on, oh. come on, get get these nicknames going. Come on, uh, okay. We got we got to get guess... this down before he gets his jersey on. <laughs> that's, so true. That's, uh,
1: that's true. That's uh, true. All right, so we're going to answer some Twitter questions today, Lane, and We've got a, a bunch yeah. of really really good ones. Uh, the first question here comes from at at Dax Zeke uh, two one four. He says, "I believe you guys once said that you'll be surprised if the Cowboys stay and make a pick at forty four. Do you still think it's more likely than not they trade up from forty four?
0: More likely than not? Uh, yes. I don't know about I don't know about that. Like I think." I think it's probably, you know, uh, it could be even money at this point. I don't know. But I I would say that they've explored, they've been exploring it, you know, for sure. They, they, I think that they definitely would prefer trading up at 44 than obviously trading up at 10. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say that it's still probably more likely that they, We'll see. I, I think it's probably equally like maybe equally likely that they trade back from 10 or trade up from 44 or both. I mean, I think that if you do, if you move back from 10, it may actually increase your the likelihood that you trade up from 44 because you have more more assets. Yeah, to, to I, move around agree, I would agree with that. Um, uh, yeah, I would say it's probably 50 50. I mean, may, maybe less than that because trades are not always that likely. But I, I think it's something that we should still be you know, keeping in mind coming coming into Thursday.
1: I think it's more likely now than it was a few days ago. and Let me give you my do reasoning you. why I do Please. because something has changed at the bottom end of the first round, right? The Baltimore Ravens mm. have picked 31 yeah. and we know, I mean, was it their GM just last week was talking about them potentially wanting to move out and how I think it was Eric DaCosta. Yeah. He was saying, mm-hmm. you know, the, the goal is to acquire as many picks as possible. And now Baltimore doesn't have a second round pick. They pick at 27 and 31 And I think Baltimore is going to want to bail out of one of those picks. And my guess is 31. It's not that expensive, Landon, for the Cowboys to go from 44 or 44 to 31. It probably costs you 75. And you might even be able to get a pick back from Baltimore uh, because it's actually quite a bit of an overpay. But I think because Baltimore owns that pick, I do think it's very likely.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's actually an excellent point. You know, and Baltimore definitely a team that uh, has had a propensity for trading back when, when offers are on the table. So yeah, absolutely. I think that's, you know, cause that's really the big part is of this is that who's your trade partner, you know, mm-hmm. who's, who's the, who, who you going up to? And, 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 you know, 21 is what we, we were targeting at uh, because we got offers there uh, yeah. when we, when yeah. we did it in the mock draft. But uh, if the Cowboys were able to convince somebody maybe a little bit lower, you know, it, it's a little bit less expensive, closer to their pick, uh, yeah, I think it definitely makes a trade up from 44 a lot more palatable to go to 31 and, and not give up, you know, all of your day two picks.
1: All right. And let's just play this out because, again, information has changed over the last it's week. True. But who are the targets now for the Cowboys to trade up? Let's go ahead and assume they draft a corner at number 10. <laughs> who are they going up for, Landon? Because Aziz Ojalari, a guy that we traded for in the ultimate mock draft, sounds like he has some knee issues. Caleb Farley, I-, I don't know if Dallas wants to touch his medical stuff right now. Who are they going up for?
0: Well, I think that, you know, uh, uh, Aziz Ojolari, the knee situation, I- I'm pretty sure that this has just been known knowledge. I mean, I think that this is the same knee that there, people are concerned about with uh, – because this came out yesterday because Peter King released that mm-hmm. uh, his his mock draft and talked about Aziz having a knee. But I'm pretty sure that he was just referring to the, the ACL stuff that he had – I think his senior year in high school or something. I mean, that's like that, possible. Dude. Yeah. So, because they're just con- generally concerned about his knee, right? Um, I, I think so. I think Aziz potentially could fall there. I mean, if the teams are really concerned about uh, the knee that much, um, I, I think, you know, it's hard to tell where guys like Barmore are. It's hard to tell where guys like Levi on Sarike are. Um, you know I, i've i've been hearing their names as as mm-hmm. uh of uh, guys that could be sneaking into the back end of of the of the first round i mean I think barmore may be more likely to even go up a little bit higher uh i you know i think you talk about zaven Collins, you talk about mm-hmm. morig you talk about Jamin davis uh, maybe Jamin davis um yeah i i think you know there's there's gonna be you're, treat, you're, you're definitely going to have options. I think if you get yeah. to 31, you're, you're going to have guys that uh, are are guys that you like at positions that you need. I, I, that, just because that's a very, you know, that's a nice sweet spot for maybe the whole draft. I mean, that back that, yeah, that into really the second half of the, of the first round and, and the, the kind of first half of the second round really is a sweet spot for a lot of value. So uh, no matter who the Cowboys, I, I'm sure if they're trading up, they're going to be targeting somebody, but even if they just trade up to 31 I, I have feel very certain that that it's going to be a very target rich environment for what they want Jalen Phillips yeah I mean if he's there absolutely yeah I, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm baon Phillips is yeah. uh is <laughs> is you know I, if, if if his medicals are
1: cleared I don't have an issue with him at 10 yeah. <laughs> like you know like well, you're saying like if if knowing what we know now even if the medicals are semi-good. You're good with him. I agree. He's that special yeah. player, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: and, and I think people have questions about what happened at UCLA, but I mean, it was Chip Kelly, so I don't you know.
1: <laughs> uh I, I don't, I guess, I'm not going to blame him for Chip Kelly, right? Yeah, No, that's true. Uh, I do think, again, same guys that we've been talking about for the last month now. Trayvon uh, Merig, Xavier Collins, maybe yeah. Jamin Davis, maybe Christian Barmore, maybe Aziz oshalari all of those guys would make sense for the Cowboys in a potential trade up. Uh, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. This week has tons of sports action on the go as the NFL Draft and the Kentucky Derby are on. Uh, We've got the Triple Crown, you know, starting this weekend. Get all the news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NHL, NBA, UFC, NFL, and everything you can imagine. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is use that promo code. Locked on bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Landon, I really like this question from Lauren. They want to know of your pet cats which one would be a good fit for the Cowboys. Uh, we we were actually in a DM today that's where funny. we were talking about our pet cats. If you're not familiar with that phrase, I believe that's an old Bill Parcells phrase about guys that you just you really really like and you covet in the draft. Who are some of your pet cats that would make sense to the capitalists
0: Now, first of all, let's get the terminology correct here. <laughs> because because I, got, I, I got jumped in the DMs because – well, not jumped, but I got, I got uh, made a fool because I took pet cats to mean usually guys outside the f- first round, right? Usually guys that are kind of later day guys. Sure. Uh, because, you know, pet cats, I mean – chase young is not really a pet cat yeah, everybody I likes I chase young yeah. you know so it's like i mean not to use someone's is on another team that we don't like in last year's draft but i think that's a good example sure, of sure. someone who isn't a, a pet like cat kyle pitts.
1: But, like, we're not going to say kyle pitts because Andrew yeah exactly really loves kyle pitts.
0: exactly everybody loves kyle pitts um, Joey. yep go ahead yeah <laughs> uh, i you know <laughs> i i uh yeah, you know, I really, really have loved uh, Owa Odigizua. I mean, I I, I, mm. I loved watching him at. Uh, speaking of Chip Kelly, I love watching him at, in the Senior Bowl. Um, I just love his game. I just like I just like watching him uh, mm. play. Uh, so I think someone like Odigizua potentially could be a good fit. I don't know if the Cowboys like him, um, but I think if you could get him in the third round, in the, in the fourth, especially the fourth round. Like if you could get him, I think he could come in and give you great snaps uh, as a rotational three and one. I think he could be that guy that can kind of play a little bit in that kind of Terrell McLean role, maybe a little bit uh, play with a little bit more power. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause he is incredibly strong for a guy, his size incredibly strong. Um, and I think his game is power based. So I, I think he's a, a really good fit. I also really like, uh, uh, Robinson from Florida State. He's a, he's another guy who I think is one of my pet Harris cats. Robinson. Yep. Yeah. I just you know I I have this feeling that. I kind of generally think that those Florida State defensive linemen are all going to have better pro careers than they did in college. I just think that there was a lot of coaching turnover change there. uh, And they got a lot of really highly ranked prospects with incredible athleticism at Florida State because, Mm -hmm. you know, Florida State's a name program, one of the top ones, you know, kind of that does recruit in Florida. And so they got athletes at that spot. Uh, but I just didn't see any of those guys kind of develop or or get any better over those over the year. So I, I do wonder if they get into the, into the pros and they're a little bit better. So those are, those are my two pet cats. What about you?
1: Um, I, It's tricky because a lot of the guys that I really like in this class don't necessarily fit the Cowboys, but like Tommy Togiai, like if you get yeah. him at like 99 or in the fourth round, I, I love that. Like a guy that can come in and play, one technique that also gives you a little bit of athleticism and Mm -hmm. plays with effort. I like that Brevin Jordan is a tight end that I really, really like in this class. I know that he did not test well and I get it. And that's, that's concerning, but we have seen tight ends like that before who are very young, be successful in the league. The best recent example is Irv Smith with the Minnesota Vikings, right? One of these sawed off tight ends. That's not overly athletic, but just a good, smooth football player. I, I think Brevin Jordan can be a starting H back tight end fullback, whatever you slot receiver, whatever you want to you call him. Uh, Tommy tremble, a tight end that I absolutely love. Uh, what about, what about on defense? Lana? what about like Milton Williams? Because that's somebody I think is probably, probably a third round pick, but you just don't see that kind of athleticism very often. I think he's the guy that I'm intrigued with. Is there any day three guys that you really, really like? I think Milton Williams
0: is right on the border of a it's pet cat. Yeah. 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 Because I honestly, he may end up going in the second round just with that kind of athleticism. It, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Absolutely. I agree with you though. A third round pick, that'd be a, a slam slam dunk. It's at a total steal. Um, you know, I think that the, there's lots of guys that i like around, you know, that, that two to three area. So, uh, you know, I think you mentioned Togi. Uh, who was the other guy that you mentioned that this, the asking Brevin if it Jordan. was uh, Brevin, Jordan. Brevin Jordan. Yeah. I, I like Brevin Jordan a lot. I think, uh, you know, for what the Cowboys are looking for, uh, a guy that they could bring in has some skin on the wall, but isn't going to necessarily be asked to be the, the tight end one on this team right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he, I think he definitely, uh, uh, could, could, could provide some good snaps and be used in conjunction with the guys that you already have in, in a really great way. Uh, um, I, I like all those guys, and I think you know they uh, all kind of fit what the Cowboys potentially could be looking for. I'll
1: give you one more, I, and I know this guy is not for everybody, but I really like Quincy Rocher. Like if you get him on yeah, day me three. Too. Because yeah. he's not an every-down player, and I get that. And he's small, and he's not overly athletic. But all he did was produce. He would play yeah. at Temple, got a bunch of sacks. Went to Miami, got a bunch of sacks. Went to the senior bowl. Alex Leatherwood could barely touch him on the outside. So <laughs> yeah. if, if he's somebody that you get and you throw him in a rotation and he plays 10 snaps a game, wouldn't be shocking if he's productive. So just another guy on day three that I like. Um there's there's some receivers, Jalen Darden, I like quite a bit. Uh you know, Dwayne Eskridge, if you want somebody late day two, early day three. Uh, lots of guys. All right, let's get to another question. Uh, this one from Gil: Is Javon Holland, the safety from Oregon, a guaranteed pick at forty-four if he is available to the Cowboys?
0: I mean, I don't, I don't know about guaranteed. I mean, I certainly think he'll be, uh, you know, in the in the mix in the discussion. But I, I would have to see who else is there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he certainly is a guy that they're interested in for sure. Would you, say, clearly... he,
1: would you say he's the most likely second-round pick as we stand right now?
0: um I, maybe yeah I mean I yeah. I, mean, I would if I was going to make a list of likely picks at 44 he would be on it for sure
1: I just think he's got the best combination of like size speed uh and the ability to play free safety right and unfortunately there's just not many of those guys in this class that check those three boxes right and that's yeah. what makes him I think a good pick at 44
0: yeah, especially if he's closer to the athlete that he tested in uh, in his pro day than what I think what you see a little bit on tape. I mean, it seems like he may have even been, become a little bit more athletic, uh, just because his tape doesn't quite look like what his testing numbers were. So that's what's really is is intriguing me is if he's taken his athleticism up a notch. I mean, absolutely, he's a slam dunk at forty four.
1: I would agree. I do think that's somebody the Cowboys like quite a bit, and it'll all depend on what they do at 10, right? If they draft a corner and they feel really good about that, you know, maybe at 44, they do just take a safety and try to rebuild. Maybe there's some day three offensive linemen that they really like that they could develop and some linebackers that they think can make a lot of sense. I Again, we're two days out. I think Holland is a very likely pick. Uh, Doesn't mean it's going to be the pick. We still think the Cowboys are going to Potentially trade up. Uh, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for over 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in the, how did you hear about us box? So they know that we set you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. All right, Landon, we are getting to the point in uh, the draft cycle where, um, we basically talked about everything that we could talk about. So I really I really like this question from Adam. So we're gonna be looking back. What's your favorite Dallas Cowboys draft memory of all time?
0: This is not this is not a happy memory now. No, mine's not a
1: happy one either. So go yeah. ahead.
0: And then it might be the same one. We may have the same one. Um I have two. I I mean I, I'm sorry. Um Des Bryant drafting Des Bryant wow. I mean just 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 seeing Des react to it you yeah. know just seeing yeah. Des's reaction in the family and, and 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 hugging everybody in the house and all everybody's there that was awesome mm-hmm. um, and then the, that one's the happy one that it wasn't implied that that wasn't the happy one the unhappy one that I, at the time I was just, I was through the roof about was Mo Claiborne. So when Mo Claiborne yeah. got drafted, I, uh, I lost it. Like I I, 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 I literally jumped over the back of my couch. Like I, I stood up from where I was sitting and then jumped up and then was behind my couch. <laughs> uh, my, my wife was giving me quite the look. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, it, I, I think that was, that was the happiest at the time.
1: Obviously that pick didn't pan out for the Cowboys, yeah. but do you consider Mo Claiborne a bust? That's such
0: a that's such a nebulous term, right? Because like, I feel like I,
1: when he when he played, he certainly wasn't a bust. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there was no question bust about his. To talent.
0: me, implies he never plays football. Really, you know, bust to me implies like I, I, I think it's you have a higher standard at at oh, six, yeah, yes. for sure. You know, but but even by those standards. I mean, he played at least. He he gave you snaps. He wasn't terrible. Uh he certainly was not what you thought he was. And it was definitely not uh worth the pick at six. But I mean, I think a lot of what happened with Mo Claiborne, uh, you know, was circumstantial. He dealt with an injury early that set him back. He had he struggled with a lot of different things. Well, uh, they
1: changed coaching staff or you know, defensive coaching staff, I don't know how many different times, and then you yeah. know, I, He's played five years for the Cowboys. Like they gave him yep. you know, an extra year. He, again, whenever he was on the field, he was fine. Like he was never yeah. an issue. And I think that's the bigger thing. It's he didn't live up to expectations, but it wasn't like he was a total bust. He played, no, he played what, eight years in the NFL? And yeah, and, and he played qualities. well for
0: the Jets too. It wasn't yeah. the Jets that he ended yeah. He played well for them too. So, you know, I don't think he was a bust because I think no. buzz to no. me implies. This dude doesn't even deserve to be on a football field, and uh, and that's certainly not him. Isaiah Wilson, that's a bust. Yes,
1: yes that that is a bust. Uh, <laughs> that's a bust. Taco, Taco Charlton is a bust, right? Because that's somebody yeah, that you drafted and was gone by year three, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't feel like it's the same for a guy that got injured. So uh, again, didn't live it up, but I that was again, uh, you know, uh, a pick that I absolutely loved at the time as well. Mine is a not even a pick. It's a, a process. It's, uh, the 2004 draft, and this is this is funny because right. of the way I, I changed my opinions over time. But I remember during that draft, starting at like pick 10, wanting Steven Jackson to fall to the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And like every pick that he wasn't picked, you got a little bit more excited that he was going to be the pick. And when I think the Cowboys had picked 24 that year or something like that. That's right, yeah. And they were on the clock. Everybody was talking about them drafting a running back. And then to trade away from that pick was absolutely devastating to, to me as a young fan. So that was the first, I think, real heartbreak that I had. <laughs> Steven young Jackson Marcus. was so good too. And they kept oh, they hey. kept I remember Mel Kuiper. They kept rolling the highlights and talking about how this is a great running back. And then the Cowboys traded away and they wanted Kevin Jones in the second round and he wasn't there. So that was a that was a rough one. Any other ones come to mind? Um,
0: no, not really. I mean, I I, I think I was I was excited about Roy Williams when he got drafted. Um, yeah. so the safety that's I know that I'm, that's really dating how old uh, yeah. I am, I guess. Yeah. But uh, but uh, you know, not none that really stick out so much more than others. The the Des Bryant one to me, like that was a moment of pure joy. So, that one was a lot I, I of would, fun. I would is, say is there, that one for sure.
1: Is there any other picks that you were, got really excited? I mean, CD last year, I, I was thrilled. Oh yeah. With CD was I mean, pick. is there any other ones that were like that?
0: Not, not. So I mean, the, the thing about the thing about you know, C, CD too. The thing about CD and Dez and and Mo Claiborne because of the way it happened, right? is there was an element of surprise, you know, Mm -hmm. I think it wasn't that I wasn't as thrilled with other picks in in the past. I I think it has to do more with, uh, uh, you know, just 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 the fact that how it happened, how it unfolded. You know, the, the kind of last minute trade nature of things, and then suddenly you've got Des Bryant, and you, you never expected it possible. Uh, I will throw in one more thing, and this is more sure. personal: is that I, I was actually uh, I actually got to go to the, the the draft in Dallas, so that was a pretty fun experience. And and when Leighton got drafted, uh, I, I, I you know we, I got to go you know do the press gaggle thing with him and stand and ask him questions. And uh, just a spoiler alert, he is a large human being. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He is very big.
1: I'll give you another fun one because this is the way it used to be. In 2006, that was when they were still doing the draft on Saturdays. Remember that, Landon? Yeah. Um, yeah. The Cowboys, I, I really wanted Antonio Cromartie that year. I remember in school, I think I was in like ninth or tenth grade. I made a slideshow of all the reasons the Cowboys should draft Antonio Cromartie. but. I was playing in a Saturday basketball tournament, you know, with this traveling basketball team and they had all these TVs up while you were playing. So you could watch the draft as the, as the game was going on. And oh, no. Ninth grade Marcus was devastated when they took Bobby Carpenter instead of Antonio Cromartie. So uh, on the basketball court, you could just see all the energy get sucked out of me. So, uh, I could see a- you mid-dribble <laughs> just looking up and oh, seeing who the pick was no. and the ball
0: just falls off the court. Oh, I, was,
1: I was absolutely devastated for good reason. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, we all have our fun draft moments. I yeah. would love to hear your guys' – Please, 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 tweet us uh, at Lockdown Cowboys at Marcus underscore Mosher, at uh, McCool BCB. I want to know. Yeah, what were your favorite draft moments in regards to the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, let's hear them. Thank you and guys. Let's, let's, hear yeah. the, let's
0: hear the least favorite ones too. I, I, I want to hear like you know the moments where the pin throws, except it's a uh, 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 an eight ball into the TV. I want to hear about those as well. Uh, the 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 bad picks because you know it's good to hear the the full human experience of this
1: so one more quick one before we go 2017 mm-hmm. you not might even remember this but for <laughs> i was at the white house like the actual white house for the draft oh, on that thursday that's night right. that's and, right i forgot about that i was devastated when they took taco over tj watt um that's a different different story from why I was in the White House. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was absolutely, absolutely crazy. But uh, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Again, please follow the show on YouTube, uh, Locked on Cowboys. We're really trying to hit 1,000 subscribers before the NFL draft. Follow Landon at NicoleBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.